with Adrianosaurus, coach of Rapanorama. Nathan from Supercoach Guns, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm better now, that's for sure. I mean, it's round three. It's an important round, yeah. isn't it, with price changes. So I thought I'd write a power ballad, um, you know, to, to mark the occasion. What a great intro. I love it. It's my favourite one we've done for a long time. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, um, look, you've been out. Obviously, Uni, I don't know what kind of news you've covered in, so maybe you'll learn on the run with me. Oh. Yeah. There was a lot of carnage last week. So people, not only have we got Panthers on the bike, not only have we got price changes, a lot of people have lost a couple of troops as well that they're going to move on. So it's a real challenging week, I reckon. My plans of what I had sort of on Sunday are even changing a little bit as well with some interesting news that Nico might be good to go, likely good to go for round four. So that's going to yeah. really throw a few interesting ways of doing things. People were probably going... Oh, wouldn't it be perfect if um, I could get, you know, get Nathan Cleary up to Hines so I avoid Cleary's buy and then I could use Sam Walker to get back to Cleary for, for Sam Walker's buy if that's the combo that you've gone. And now that's actually possible if Nick goes back for round four. So it's actually added a little element of interest in there. Probably made people think about whether they want to punt Cleary this week. Because if you punt Cleary's money this week and you get a grant next week, just say you've got cheaper players in there. Where are you going to find the money? So having Cleary there, um, and if you want to sell him to Hines, you only need 40K for next week, and then you've got an extra week to find your 300 you need from Sam Walker. So lots of interesting things to talk about. And we'll um, go through the teams. I've written it all down, and we'll obviously go through the trade trends, and we'll give our two cents on what we think for those trades, and we'll go over our trades. Um, last week, you did better than I did. I didn't even crack the 1,000. I got a 986 or something, so I think you've overtaken me now by a few points i, I will i will yeah, take credit yeah. for it though because i i made you hold garner and i saw that you played him and i spoke a little bit of sense to you last week did you actually do any trades last week i didn't do any trades yeah, last thanks, week thanks to ado so i'm i reckon i'm going to take some yeah. credit for your improved yeah. um, score last week and how are you looking for rank actually because i never saw um i think i'm in the top five uh, 55,100. Oh, yeah, nice. 5,100. Yeah, nice. Um, look, I didn't get punished too hard from my um, under... I got finished on a 986. David Fafita upgraded really nicely, and I obviously got... Well, I mean, um, Uto as well. I was on a 60 with his try, and then he went up to 78. Yeah. So I had some good sort of little late flurry of points, and I was like, I nearly made it to 1,000. I'm in 9,543. So... Um, look, I'm in the top 10,000. This How we play these next few rounds, a lot of people own... 
Penrith Panthers and a lot of people own Roosters. We've got price changes happening the way that people do that. We're going to see some movement at the station, I reckon, over the next few weeks. Um, the teams are in. Let's go through the teams and the games. We'll give our tips on who we think is going to win and if any of the news is relevant. Um, we have the Seagulls up against the Eels um, first game of the round. It's going to be at uh, Brookie. Schuster's back. Um, now, I reckon that's an interesting in because a lot of people lost Ponga last week. They might be trying to grab a Karaz. That's like, just say you had a C&K. If you've got a Ponga, you could go Ponga down to Schuster and then you could get C&K up to Karaz. I mean, Schuster being back is such a great in for teams. I know you're going, yeah. you're going to go early on him, yes, because it is his first game, but he's going to go straight into 5'8". He's going to play 80 minutes, and the Manly Seagulls look like they've vastly improved this year. It's a pretty good move, yeah. isn't it? You'd think he's like – he might just be as close to a slam dunk as possible, mm. like almost as close as Jermaine Hopgood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say just as close, actually, mm-hmm. although Jermaine Hopgood's really outdone expectations. But we knew that Hopgood was going to be good, and we're thinking that it just is going to be good. He, yeah. He's that, – you know, that Manly team just absolutely carved up the Bulldogs to a point where it was almost like make it stop. It's only round one. And look, I don't think he's going to go any worse than Ponga. And people had Ponga in there. And I just reckon it allows people to do so much. That's the only news from that team. He's going to come in to replace Johns. Um, So that's a really, really good news, I think. And and Nico back is going to make people think. But same as Mm. Schuster in is going to allow people to do things. Over to the Eels, there's no changes. Um, I'm going to tip the um, Seagulls here. They play pretty good at home. What about yourself? Mm, I think I agree. Um, Unless we get like a Dylan Brown masterclass or Josh Schuster for playing devil's advocate stifles the attack because he gets too tricky. Mm. But I doubt that's going to happen. He's had a full preseason at 5A and that combination with Turbo and DCA and Schuster, that would have formed pretty well by now. So I'm going to say Manly will get this one for sure. Yeah, every team that's come off the bye has won so far. What a sample size. Yeah, small sample size, but, you know, there you go. If as long as the Manly wins, it'll keep going. Um, moving on to the Knights versus the Dolphins. Far out. What a It's a win for the ages, what they overcame last week. The Knights, uh, probably their best win of, of all time, I reckon, showed a lot of character. Um, although, I reckon with everything they've lost, it's probably a good chance for the Dolphins to go 3-0. <laughs> Who would have thought about thought? it? Who would have thought that we'd be sitting here recording, say, that the Dolphins beat the Roosters and beat the Dolphins uh, and, and beat the Raiders, and yeah. now they're looking like they're going to absolutely wallop the Newcastle Knights? Because with the greatest respect, the only attacking player of significance is Lachlan Miller. Jackson Hastings isn't a threat in attack. He can create it well. He's not a threat. Gamble, he's a bit of an, you know... He's just a menace. He's a menace. You know, and Phoenix Crossland, I've never known for him to be a hooker. I guess I guess he's playing there now because he's got they've got no choice. But Yeah, I don't know. I've got weird worries about him for 80, 80 minutes is um a worry. But yeah. let's go over the changes in the nights. Ponger obviously has not got the turnaround um to be able to come back, even if he was going to come back yeah. you know, this week. Um, you move him on because it's not just this game that's in doubt. It's got to be probably short-term future. Oh, it? it's, it, it's, this was the risk with him. You bought, it, buyers knew this, right? They're not going in blind. They knew that he was a head knock away from missing probably a fair chunk of his season. 
Right. And unfortunately, the head knock has come round too. Or fortunately, depending on how you're viewing price changes, because it's not going to affect you. You're still selling them for 530k. You've just it's just an extra false trade, which is unfortunate. I get that. But yeah. you'd rather it happen now than I think, let's say, round three, where you lose 70K because of it. Yep, definitely. Brayley's out because he has the short turnaround as well. That's a bigger loss than you can imagine, especially when someone like Crossland is the coverage. Um, Brayley's got really good service out of there, very good defender. Frizzell um, was injured late in that game last week as well, and he's not going to make it. Um, Jacob Sofidi's copped a five-weeker. Um, all out. So Gamble's going to go to the six. Yeah. Crossland, as we mentioned, is going to go to the hooker. Hetherington, he was looking like an absolute dud-ass buy for people to start the season, but he's going to start at prop. So I reckon you hold yeah. him now. He might get some extra minutes. Oh, look, can I just say one thing? Yeah. If you owned Daniel Saifedi at the start of the season, which it wasn't uncommon, I'll be honest, you would lock him in now, yeah. honestly. Yeah. He's 60, 65 minutes a game, is he not? Yeah, definitely. I don't think Hetherington can play more than 40 in the middle. And unless Leo Thompson, you know, breaks out as a like a legend of a footballer, <laughs> and I don't think he will quite yet. Yeah, well, I mean, I There's think he's probably, Hetherington has been rubbish, but I reckon his prospects have improved somewhat. Um, yeah. Jones is going to go into the back row, obviously, to cover Frizzell. Yeah. A couple of new names in on the bench in Rivet and Lucas. Don't know too much yeah. about them. Um, um, I think Dylan Luke. I know Ryan Rivet is a halfback, mm. so I imagine like they might just put him at hooker for fifteen minutes or something. Mm. And I think I'm correct in saying Dylan Lucas. Well, he's available in the centre wings and super coach, so I imagine he's an outside back. Mm. So they are really thin in the forward pack because yep. Jack Johns is a edge forward slash maybe a bit of a ball playing lock and well Matt Croker is a middle. Yeah. Um, over the other side for the Dolphins, a big loss, I reckon. Jay uh, Jeremy Marshall King out for two weeks for the hip drop. Mm. Nick Arima is going to go into hooker um, and Stone is going to come back in on the bench replacing Mason Teague. Um, I'm going to tip yeah. the Dolphins in this one. Yeah, I think I think I'm taking the Dolphins as well. Mm. Uh, they just they look too good to be honest. I agree. They're, I mean, look, the Knights had a stirring win last week, but those are some massive names out. Um, over yeah. to the oh, the big grudge match. A couple of good games, I reckon, to start this, the round, like last couple of rounds, actually. Um, the Roosters versus the Rabbitohs. A couple of big ins for the Roosters in J- uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves and Radley. It's going to see Baker drop back to the bench and White is going to drop out. The cheese has been named, um, which I was mm. surprised uh, to see, but he's he's named. Um Look, I've got a. Oh, when we go through my trades, he was definitely on the tr- sell. I was going to sell him and upgrade him to Marnie, but I, I've, got, mm. I've got different trades now because now that I've heard Nico for round four, I've got to keep a little bit of cash in the kitty. So I'm going. I've got a hold cheese, and it is good to at least see him named. Um, yeah. Look, he's he hasn't gone well the cheese, but I was mm. saying on my Sunday pod. Look, he, he's had an unfortunate start. You know, he's, he's been injured. He, he got carved in half and played... The first game, he played multiple different positions. Got no minutes in the last game. So, yeah, he's not going to... He's up against a 90 BE. He's not going to make money. But once he's up and running, he's probably going to be what we thought he, he would be at the start of the season. He's just had an unlucky yeah. start. And, look, I approved the sell. I approved the sell. But, you know, he is still there and there is potential for him to get better than he's had so far. Yeah, and you know me, I was a massive fan of him, right? Yeah. I still am. It, it's, it's a tough sell 
for me. I will be selling him, but not with a... I'm cringing just at the thought of selling him, but I know I have to because of the break-even. And, well, we're not certain he's going to play this week. He's been named, yeah. but we're not sure that it stays that way come Friday night. And obviously, you still have the ability to take him to Armani or if you need to save Cash and Egan, for example, because yep. he plays early in the round. Yeah, definitely. Um, look, I just think, um, you know, you might need... with with um, I, I've got no Jackson forward. We'll get to the Warriors. So I needed all my players on deck and I had to sell a, a yeah. panther you know because I needed players this week um, so anyway um, the cheese has survived and he's been named over to the Rabbitohs to Tola's back that's a big in for them as well Mowali's going to go back to the bench mm-hmm. Saluka Fafita's dropped out of the 17 another big in my opinion is Sele um, because he's yeah. going to stiffen them up off the bench he's a really good forward in my opinion um, Cartwright's going to drop out of the 17 um I'm going to tip the bunnies. Yeah, I mean, form would say the bunnies, right? I'm obviously going to, you know, back Maroosa's in, Jared's back, Radley's back, mm. Brendan Smith's being named. But it's not it, – I would say that the bunnies would go into this game favourites and by a, a considerable margin, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you never know. It could be a – the Roosters are playing at home. Mm. Uh, that will help. And – uh if we can just, you know, not have eight sin bins in a game like we did the last time we versed them, <laughs> gonna be a ripper. we might be in with a chance. It's going to be a ripper. I love the names back yeah. in. I love uh, – I love – They've got Radley and JWH in. You get you chuck them in with cheese. There's some agitators in there. Um, How about the forward pack at full strength just quietly? They could all be suspended in the same game. Jared, <laughs> Nathan Brown, yeah. Victor Radley and Matthew Lodge. Oh, mate. Oh. So, look, um, it's going to be a good game. I think the ins are going to make it a bit more of a tighter affair because mm. I reckon Radley, they miss, they miss a lot with him out of the team. I think it's yep. huge. And obviously they've been really thin up the middle and, and JWH is an old head and he, He's a big in, but I equally mm. I think that equally fits its Ola. Um, over to the Titans versus the Storm. The Titans have got Kelly returning. Um, oh. He's going to go into the centre, and it's going to be Sammy onto the wing. Um, Jojo Fafita is going to drop out. So Cam Pereira survives. Jojo Fafita doesn't. Yeah. Oh, he's dropped straight out of the 22. Mm. He's not in the reserve, so mm. I, uh, I'll look into that. But I, I think there's, pro- there's got to be an injury there. Well. Doesn't say he's injured. Um, anyway, yeah. Verrills is out, and it's going to be Randall into Hooker. At least, um, you know, unlike uh, Crossland, you know, Randall's play. He's a Hooker. He'll probably be no frills. I think they've got a lot gained a lot off on Verrills, even though they've had a bit of a mixed start. The Titans. Um, I think Verrills has been really good for them. Um, but Randall will probably do a job. Vuna and little Tino for Fasumalali with the other one is going to be um, in on the bench. And McIntyre yeah. is going to drop out of the 17. So a um, couple of new names on the bench there. Yeah, I mean, I reckon there's a bit of interest in uh, Tino's brother Isaac. Mm. I just feel like, you know, they are a little bit light up front. And he, he he could be someone that adds to it. I think he's more of a lock, but I, I don't quote me on that. Um, so you know, Isaac Liu's not young. Aaron Clark is, you know, he's probably no no more than a forty minute middle. So there is the opportunity for Isaac to be a slow burner for us. Yeah, well, we'll keep an eye on him. Um, over to the Storm, they got some big ins themselves. Actually, Olam's back, Coates is back, Kamakamika's back, and Sims is is in. Um, obviously, mm. the first three are going to go into the starting lineup, and Sims is going to come off the bench. Um, and Jonah Pezzett is going to come in on the bench as well. Um, yeah. Nass is out, so is Anderson, Tonomapia, and Bradley. Um, I reckon that that's a big improvement for the Storm. I mean, obviously, Kamikamika is balancing out Nelson to Solomona, so they're sort of mm. not 
too much more grown in the old forward pack. But I think that they gain a lot from Olam and Coates in their back line. And I think Sims, as long as he's healthy, um, he, he can play. I think he's going to play in the middle, definitely. So it's not going to hurt Loira yeah. or Ellie Katoa at all. Yeah, and I don't think you'll see big minutes from Sims and Kami Kameka. I definitely feel like Kami Kameka's been rushed back because of how injured their forwards are. So I reckon he's no more than 40 minutes early on. Yep. Sims, you know, he could, he was meant to be coming back at around now regardless. So I think he'll play. Well, what you see from him is what you'll get from him. But I think Welch still stays at 60. And Josh King, I think, stay between 60 and 70. So yep. it doesn't really affect either of them. No, I don't think so. That's I just think all it does is mean that when they go off, they've got some decent enough guys to come on you know yeah which helps harry yep um now i'm going to tip the storm in this one because i saw the footage of of uh coach at halftime so i cannot see anything but uh, an improvement this week for the melbourne storm oh yeah this could be um how, how would i put it an absolute massacre it could be a massacre. no we've always remembered melbourne storm after a loss they are one of the scary teams to play in the comp because they just yeah, when you when you hear Bellamy in one of those press conferences, because he 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 does he's a straight shooter and he just comes in there and he's like, nah, that was just that I'm ashamed of that and they should be ashamed yeah. of that. So you know they're going to cop a hard week and they're going to come out and put in a full eighty. Mm. I'm going to be captaining Harry Grant. I'm going to do it confidently. I reckon Harry's going to score a try this week and he's going to have Origin mm. level, a play for Australia type game from Harry because he's such a leader. Yeah. He's such a gun gun player. I reckon he's the safe captain this week um, for me. Well, I can name a safer captain, of course. Oh, yeah, well. Hot goat. Oh, yeah, well, he's pretty bloody safe, isn't he? But he's, is he first yeah. game? First game captain. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's well, not... I've done one of those for a few yeah, years. Well, and look, Pip, two point something percent did he last week, and well done to him. Um, yeah, I'm going to tip the storm in a big one here. Um, look, the Cowboys versus the Warriors. Um, Drinkwater is out. Now, it's not going to be Vel as we um, had hoped. I did float that on the Sunday pod because my Cowboys friends were saying Chester is a good fullback and he's going to come in to replace Drinkwater, and that has been the case. Um, yeah. Unfortunate for Vel owners, um, but... Ooh. You know, it's... Yeah, look, I'm going to say it's good for Val owners, and here's why. Because if Val was at the back and they had no centres, I don't reckon the Cowboys get much ball because it would just be like a funnel straight through. Where do you want to score tries? Right out right out on our, in our centres. There you go. Just run through. <laughs> no no defence whatsoever. So I'm going to say that Holmes actually benefits from staying in the centres because <sighs> his team might actually get some ball. And, uh, you know, Tom Chester isn't a slouch. He's a pretty good player. Yeah. He just hasn't had much experience yet in the top grade. Yeah, well, look, I just hope Val pulls his bloody finger out. 47. He's, he's better than that. Um, oh, that's, and he, in, that's in a quiet game. Yeah, I know. Well, this, no? it, look, that's the beauty. This is at home um, against the Warriors. I mean, I'm going to be tipping the Cowboys just quietly. But also, yeah. Hiku is out. Um, yeah. He copped a couple of games. He's going to be replaced by Shibasaki. Um, Warriors, last name in rugby league. Yeah. Um, Warriors, C&K. Um, look, it's going to be a low score and then missing this game. That's really unfortunate because of how well it started, eh? Yeah. And I reckon... I, I mean, I, I floated that Ponga down to um, Schuster and then C&K up to um, Karaz. I mean, yeah. it's got to be a juicy thing to do this week, hasn't it? Exactly, and I know Warriors fans are very high on the fullback, whose name I'm going to absolutely butcher when I try to say. Tawawa Picky? 
Yeah, two hour picky, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was really good in the trials, and he looks like he'll be the future fullback for the mm. Warriors, I reckon. Mm. I reckon too. And I th- I think all everyone thought that CNK's future was in the centres, and that's why no one really went with him, because he's not going to score anywhere near as well as he, what he was in round one in the centres. And... Uh, you know, now that Tuapiki has got the gig because of CNK being out, I don't know if he'll lose the spot. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, you know, you obviously got to uh, have a bit of a look at him, and maybe it's just for the week. You know, while yeah, uh, might be. You know, what's what's his name is out, but I mean, I think uh, you know you could definitely probably um, hold CNK if you yeah. if you believe in him. But I just reckon with someone like Schuster, most people have got a couple of fires to put out, and if you can you know, get a Schuster down to a... I mean, if you can get a Ponga down to a Schuster and then, you know, get the the guy who's probably going to go up by 100,000 in Karaz, it just seems like a no-brainer yeah. um, for me. Um, I'm going to tip the Cowboys in this one. I think Drinkwater's a bit of a loss. Hasn't he been a bit of a um, bust um, to start the year for people who went with him? I mean, the Whisperer is very happy about that because he's <laughs> had a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of lip with everyone, I hope for it. Yeah, I mean, that... He's just got no base, and it was it, he was exposed. You know, he was exposed for being a uh, beneficiary of what I would describe as a pretty fluky year for the Cowboys, and they might still return to similarish heights this year. But the science so far suggests that after this draw, I don't want any Cowboys. Like, after the first 10 weeks, I I won't want a Cowboy in my team. Yeah, well, what I was saying to people was, you know, last year, don't forget we could pick Drinkwater in the 5-8. And up against the other 5-8s, it was very comparable but against the fullbacks he's, he's which he's got to pick him in this year it's a big um a big task for somebody mm. that scores like um, him you're right if i butt in here yeah, go for it uh the nrl physios just post saying that scans have revealed sam barrels has played through and suffered a fractured collarbone on the weekend wow so he also had a burner in his shoulder as well so he did a lot to himself so they reckon that he's going to be out for the next few weeks, the Titans. Well, um, I've had a broken collarbone, mate, and it, it absolutely oh. sports, mate. So how has he played? Oh, what a tough bloke. Yeah, he is a tough bloke, isn't he? Very injury prone. Yeah. But he is a tough oh, bloke. If you can play on with a broken collarbone, well done. <laughs> um, Broncos versus the Dragons. The Broncos are hot to trot at the moment. Oates is out and Arthurs is in. Nice and simple. Um, over to the Dragons. Um, unchanged because they had a win first up. Did you tip them in, a t- in the tipping? I tipped the Dragons. Um, then they versus the Titans. Yeah. I actually quite liked how the Titans played round one. So I was like, well, we'll go then. But also because I wanted Cam Pereira to score like a million tries. <laughs> well, that's the gong on. one. They're on. Unpre- you know, everyone, they start fast, the Dragons, and then whittle out pretty early. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, but Sloan, how good did Sloan look? Well, you know I like Sloan a lot. Well, I mean, look, he is reliant on tries. He's, he's hammer-esque. Um, but that move up the middle where he just showed a bit of toe and set up the try. So I think you're going to re- rely on tries. But he looks like he's going to be one of those fullbacks that does it. Um, you, obviously, because they had the bye first up, you can have a look at him this week. And much like the mm. Hammer, he, the Hammer got two 70s in a row, and it's going to be a good financial move for people to bring him in just because he'll make money alone. Um, and the same with Sloan. Get a look at him this week. If yeah. he does well again this week, he could be a nice downgrade, eh, for um, some of your failing um, center wingers. Yeah, particularly now that I think Alamotti's first game said, I, this is how I, this is my game that I adjust to first grade. The second game, he's come out and put out what we thought he would, yep. you know? 48 points in base and power. That's exactly what we thought he'd do. Uh, so oh, I think he's playable most weeks. He just did that against Melbourne. So mm. he's playable most weeks. 
And if you were to downgrade, let's say, a Brian Toto to Tyrell Sloan, well, there's your Heinz money. Mm. That's yep. 330000 release. Yeah, definitely. Well, you, let's have a look at him this week against um, the Broncos, who are yeah. in um, t- terrific form. I'm going to tip the Broncos, although... I've been there at Suncorp a few times, and they're a bit of a bogey team at Suncorp, the Dragons, but I'm going to tip the Broncos mm. in the form that they're in. Here's a quick thought, and uh, you, you feel free to rub a shot, okay? How long's Corey Oates out for? Six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Not this week, but next week, because Jesse Arthur has a pretty has had a couple of quiet games. You know, he had a 12 against Penrith, and then a 37 coming on as the 18th man. He's probably going to drop to around 370, 350k. Um, what about Jesse Arthurs on the left wing of Brisbane, who are looking hot to trot? Yeah, well, they've got a nice um, run of games coming up as well. I mean, I'm going to keep him on. A, I've added him to the watch list, um, and I'm going to keep an eye on him, uh, definitely. Yeah. Because, like you're saying, Brian down to a um, slow, let's say Sloan goes single digits and, and Arthurs you know, looks right for the picking, maybe you go with that. Um, but he's someone I would recommend for people to add to your watch list. Um, yep. Bulldogs versus the Tigers. The Bulldogs, no changes. Um, why would you? They had a ripping game last week against the Melbourne Storms in, in Melbourne. Um, Tigers, they've got Staines in at fullback because Laurie's out with a knee. Talao, obviously, with his um, HIA and nose. It's going to be replaced by Toa. Um, Bloor is back in the second row for for IPAP, who's serving a week's suspension. What would you do with IPAP? Because you oh, could go oh. down to Tohu and save yourself a couple hundred thousand. Oh, actually, he hasn't been very good. Well, not. He's, he's been good. Attacking but... upside hasn't been there, has it? No. So, yeah, no, you're probably too sell at 830K. You take him to Tohu, I think, or if you don't own, I don't know, like David Fafita. Yeah, well, yeah one of these. You go to anyone or you Cameron want. Cameron Murray. And you save, know. You can, I probably yeah. wouldn't go to Cameron Murray, but, you know. No. You could pay, I think you could... I'd be taking... Um, name uh, Papali'i to Fafita and you know what, what do you get from that like 150k uh, yeah good money um, yeah. so look I just reckon you know you do it I, I reckon it's good money to and you, on this week, important week where you, it's price changes you know you could go and put that money onto someone who's going to go up in price and make that money that you save work for you as well because that person's going to go up more instead of just sitting there doing nothing like um, IPAP is doing. Damn it, I just spilled beer on yeah. the old keyboard. Um, all right, now the last game is – oh, sorry, I've got more things in there. Um, we've got um, – Pole's coming in at the 13 with Offa Hengawi off the bench. Um, Seafarth is out of the um, 17 altogether. And Simkin, who got knocked out last week, is going to be replaced by um, Wakem. I was on the road today, so I missed a lot of the news, but people were messaging me saying, Adam Dewey is out. He's been named, which is yeah. really important. I, th- oh, I, I didn't hear any of those rumours, thank goodness, because I would have gone a bit of a tangent to those people. Mm. It just seemed like... You know, unless you hear it from a, a journalist who works for like Daily Telegraph or something, or I wouldn't believe it to be honest. Yeah, well, especially you know, so when, many rumors being made up now. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to you know, it's hard to believe anything until you see it come from a club. I reckon. Um, now moving on, well, I want to tip um, the Bulldogs in this one after what I saw from them last week and and what I saw from the West Tigers. Yeah, no, I agree, and. Uh, yeah, nah, the Bulldogs should get this done pretty comfortably. Yep, um, it is worth noting that Bateman is on the extended bench as well. He might come back in, who knows? Yeah, that will be very interesting for uh, super coaches if Bateman returns because at his peak, he was a 70 average. Uh, whether or not he's at his peak, we don't know. 
we'll find out. Plenty of time to watch. Now, I'm going to guess that he's not at his peak. But, you know, I'm a salty Raiders fan, so who cares? Um, now, over to the Raiders while we're talking about them uh, versus the Sharks. It's a home game for the Raiders. Mariotta's out um, because he's injured and Mooney's going to come in on the bench. Over to the Sharks, Williams is going to come in replacing Tracy. Um, I'm going to tip the Sharks. I know we've had the wood over them in recent times. And it's a home game for the Raiders. But I just reckon we're in a shambles and I've really quite liked what I've seen from the Sharks, particularly last week. Are you in a shambles? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I reckon We're in a shambles. We look shit in the trials, and we've <laughs> looked absolutely friggin' rubbish in that. Well, we, we went with the Cowboys. We came came back, and that was diabolical. We should have won that game. We were better than the, the Dolphins um, for most of that game. The Raiders, they're the faders. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. Look, no, the attack looks terrible. I did notice that. Corey was playing 80 minutes on an edge last week. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was our best player, actually, in that game. And, and you know me. Like, Corey Haririnara is almost the sole reason why I, I got the ranking that I did in 2021. It was him and captaining Turbo every week. Yeah, that's a pretty decent plan. Um, yeah, I'm going to tip. The, I'm going to tip the the, um, uh, the. I just think they're a much better outfit. Um, the the Sharks, I reckon, they're coached better. They're in better form. I think the Raiders might warm up as the year goes on, but I don't. Mm. Re- and I'm not going to tip them. Um, anyway, that's it. Um, let's move it on yeah. to the trade trends. Um, I've got to get this mouse to work because it was I, I spilt my beer everywhere, and now the mouse has been a prick. <laughs> I'll, I can run through the trade it out in the meantime if you'd like. Yeah, go on. Give me number one on the trade it out. All right. So number one, surprise, surprise, is Brandon Smith. Yeah. 17.5% of trade him out, and I think rightfully so. You've got a guy with a 91 break even, a rib injury, not a bad rib injury, but a lingering one. And super coaches will remember Ryan Madison had one of those back in either, I think, 2021 or maybe last year even. Um, but his minutes and his output just dropped right off when that happened. So is Brandon Smith a hold? I don't think so. But oh, I'd love to see him cross over for a try or two against the Rabbitohs. Uh, but, yeah, like if he's doing well, then buy him back in a week or two. And if that rib doesn't look to be looking if, that, if the rib injury doesn't look like it's impacting him, then he could be a serious buy low, couldn't he? Well, he could be. But look, the thing I, I ask is why name him if they've got a buy in round four and he's really in such strife? You know, like he, he could easily recover for a couple of weeks before they're due back yeah. on it again. Um, yeah, look, it the thing is, he's, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, you've got these options in. You know, Wade Egan and you've got um, Reed Money who are going to make money. Um, I reckon at their peaks, if they're both all healthy in that, I see the Chiefs probably scoring around their ballpark as well. You just all got more. one. Yeah, you probably got one injured bloke, unfortunately. So, um, you know, it's mm. yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I think you know, you've got if you need a player on deck like I do, um, you might have to bloody hold him. It's just the way it is. Yeah, uh, number two is Nathan Cleary. Eight point one percent have sold him. I mean, I get it. Unless it's a plan with ulterior motives to Nico Hines, I don't think he's a sell. Um, if it, if if Hines was out long term, like another six or eight weeks, then yeah, I'd understand why you go get Braden Trindle, Trindle who I'm sure is going to be in the trade top ten trading this when we get to that. But I don't think I'd sell Cleary. What what are you thinking? Well, you know, you look at, I, I pointed it out on the Sunday pod, someone like um, the Whisperer, he doesn't have a Harry Grant. 
whereas we do. Yeah. So he's using the Cleary money to get a Harry Grant in, who's a strong play this week. Um, and he's he's rocking cheese and Boyd in the in the hooker. So um, I understand it for some people. They're just like, well, I get to correct a mistake with Cleary money. Some people are doing it with Teddy. Um, but, you know, I, I think now that we know Hines is back, I think it probably presents a little bit more playability because you were like, well, why would I get rid of Cleary? Because who else do I want? It's probably Sam Walker. It could be Hughes or Daly Jerry Evans. Who else do I want? Yeah. You know, so um, I can understand people saying, you know, he's up against a giant BE when he comes back. I just think uh, I what I said on the Sunday pod was you don't need to do it this week because he's, you know, on the bye. He's going to be back next week yeah. before he plays again. So, um, yeah, you know, you can – you can. I, I reckon you, if you've got – your team is in order and you don't need to sell him – I wouldn't sell him, but the thing is, is people are going to say, "Oh, well, he's going to lose a whole bunch of money." It doesn't matter really if you're not going to plan to sell him. What I'm, or if you're someone like me who's got the plan of trading him to Hines, you you skip his losing money, you get Hines in, and then you can use Sam Walker to go in. Hopefully, with Cleary losing, having lost a bit of money, and Sam Walker having gone up a bit of money. But mm. um, otherwise, I don't know if I'd do it. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, no, I think I agree. Uh, number three is Callum Ponga. 7.1% sold him. No shock there. We don't know when he's going to be back. You're best just to sell him, cut your losses, and in all likelihood, take him up to Adam Dewey. Mm. Yep. Yep. All right, uh, number four, James Tedesco. 4.6% uh, sold him. I mean, I get it uh, because it is a hard draw and the Roosters quite haven't, haven't quite clicked yet. So I understand why you'd sell him, um, but who to? Like, you're not buying Walsh after one game, are you? And if you are, undo it, because it's one game, man. <laughs> oh, you should see. One game. You're going to hear. You have to hear 8 out of trades. 10. Oh, you did it, didn't you? Well, you're going to you're gonna have to hear what I'm doing. Um, look, <sighs> let's put it this way. You know, if, if Teddy didn't have a buy in round four, you wouldn't do it. And the same with Cleary in round three. You wouldn't do it. These guys... Yeah. He's playing against the South Sydney Rabbitohs this week, and then he goes into a bye, Teddy. He's got a, a big BE this week as well. And he's got two 50s under his belt. Yes, Teddy has – he could have been 100 if, uh, if all things had gone well. But um, you, you do know that Teddy's going to go bang, and you are going early on Walsh. But next week when you're sitting Teddy um, on his bye, I'm going to have two playable fullbacks. So – it is a risk. It is a risk, and it does not mean that you won't be burnt. But you can make three hundred k going to Walsh, who just started with a ton, and you don't have. You've got two players when Teddy's on the buy, and other people are having to sit him. So there is some logic to it. Um, like I said as well, if you didn't own a Grant, there could be some merit to skipping Cleary, who's on the buy now, because you get one of these premium players. Um, for this week, and you, if you can get back to Cleary after he's lost a bit of money, but that's the thing too. Teddy could make his BE this week, and so could Cleary when he comes back. They, they're the kind of players yeah. who can do that. So, um, yeah, you're right. You're saying, you know, those people who are doing it, it's Cowboy. It is Cowboy. Uh, cowboy is putting it politely, in my opinion, but we'll call it Cowboy because I know you're doing it. I don't want to be rude. So, <laughs> Cowboy. But, yeah, but I just told All you, right. the, I told you the logic of it, and there are there is some, I told you. There is some logic. But, look, yeah. um, well, let me play devil's advocate. Um, Teddy... It's 50s when, you know, he, he his average is, you know, 50s and he's 
nearly gone 100 plus if, if those passes had stuck last week. And mm-hmm. Walsh, if you go and have a look over his career, he does have some high ones in him, but he's traditionally been a bit of a yo-yo. He's had some low ones in him too. So um, you are really going somebody who I think is on a level below. And you've got to understand that. He's not the same level. Um, and Teddy at his best is far, far better. So yeah. there is it is a risk there. But if you go and have a look at Walsh's upcoming games versus Teddy's upcoming games, which is uh, Rabbitohs into a bye, and some merit to it. I've found my list now. Yeah. Um, Tanner Boyd, he's the next one on the list. Yeah. Um, 24, sorry, he's, going, he's getting uh, sold by 3.9%. Hasn't he? Well, you and I have to wear a little bit of egg on our face on this. He's been shit. Well, yeah. I mean, do you own him? No, nah, I never went him. Nah, I went the cheese, but he's also been shit. Yeah, but at least, you know. Cheese has some cheese, reasons. Cheese has some reasons, and he actually had a fair amount of pedigree and the ownership on his side. Tanner Boyd didn't quite have either of those. It doesn't help that Foran's playing both sides of the footy, does it? Like, And also, the it's the Titans. They, they, they're not brilliant. We, keep, we, we neglected that, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, man, um, I just thought there was going to be more. Um, yeah. And he's, he's really looked very no-frills, just not a lot um, from him. Just I think it was a mistake. organising. Yeah. Just pure organising. He's been good at what he's been told to do because mm. the Titans have had no issues scoring points, but they just don't have enough ball because they're not very good defensively. Yep. Uh, it's a shame, but I think we, just, we were wrong. There you go. Yeah. We were wrong. We were. Um, Chance, he's going to get moved on by 38 uh, look, I don't mind that plan of bringing in a Karaz or get rid of, getting rid of Chance because he got the HIA early and it was a low score last week. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is an important week. You wanted him. Um, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait another week longer. And he could what, – what's his BE? I, I don't know. It's 11. It's 11. Yeah. So the BE is not terrible. Yeah, all right. But well. it's, it's, the, it's like you've got a cheeky on a buy. Yeah. You know, you view him like Taruva. That's yeah. probably the best way. Yeah. The money, um, the money making will be slower and for weeks, and obviously because of that low score in there too, which was a week two, not a week one, where his good score came. He's going to be more of a slow burn than he would be a quick burn, a quick, a quick yeah. burn. Um, and who knows? Maybe he'll go right back to his proper scoring. Yeah, you, you, we don't know yet. Yep. Tommy Talao makes sense. Um, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. He was probably he iffy a, anyway. He's a broken nose and a concussion. Yep. So it's probably a couple of weeks. He yep. wasn't actually doing that well anyway. He averaged 15. Yeah. So he can be moved on. Move him on. I think he'd move him on to the hammer. Probably. Um, Scott Drinkwater, 746,000. Wow. It's been an absolute bust. He is bust. someone you take to Walsh, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's right. He, Walsh is a good solution to a Drinkwater problem. Um, yeah. Look, he 200 people brought him in last week for a one. <laughs> that's what he upgraded Ooh. to. Look, there's no arguments Ooh. there. Matt Burton, um, 5'8". I mean, it's probably similar to a Ponga thing. Hasn't he been underwhelming? Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it because the Bulldogs put points on in that last game and he still only managed, like, what, a, a low 30s even? It was, it was a weird game. It was weird for him because, yeah, he scored 30. He's got a break even of 123. Oh, you just maybe. spend 40K and go to Dewey, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Or downgrade a ICAP if you owned Dewey already. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he just—I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm, the jury's out whether he's got um, super coach abilities about him. You know, it just seems like it he's is a kicker. Still out. I thought he did. I thought he did, but it's not as clear anymore. No. Nah. Um, Selwyn Cobo, um, two point two, getting rid of him, five hundred eighty-six thousand. Probably going to Karaz, you'd think. 
just as a and rightfully so. I, it was worth the punt. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll call out fair play. Yeah. Um, it just hadn't panned out, you know. Selwyn Cobo was quiet at fullback against Penrith, and last week against St George, he got no ball. You know. Yep. Cut your losses. Uh, well, that's the you know that's the top ten. A couple of other honourable mentions. Isaac Thompson, I agree with that one. Sean Bloor, yeah. you know, he hasn't been great, but he's back in to start this week. And Egan Butcher, mm. you know, Egan Butcher um, is not an urgent sell, but he still went to 40. He scored 45 last week, and he looked pretty average to me. Yeah, but he just – it's more that he looks average. It's two games in a row that he's looked pretty rubbish. Yeah, fair I, enough. I wonder if middle is more of his better position. Maybe. But we'll find out. Um, all right, let's go to the most traded in. Um, number one on the list, um, it was probably what I predicted as well, um, Wade Egan. He's had two ripping games to start the year. 13.4% of people bringing him in. It's a minus 44 BE. Can't really argue. He's the same price as Cheese. So that seems like a pretty sensible move. A 90 mm. break even for Cheese and a, and a minus 44 for Wade Egan. Even just financially, it's a good move. Is it? Yes. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, after this week, the Cheese is going to probably be 450 and Wade Egan is going to probably be 550. Yeah, but like. It's 100K. You, you might get to 600 and then you can spend another trade because he's going to lose all that money. He's not a super coach player. Never has been, never will be. <laughs> it's just not his, his style. He's, he had two line breaks and scored a try in the second game. And the first game, he had a try and a try assist and a line break and a line break assist. Yeah. He's had all these attacking stats that have gone fallen into his lap, yeah. why I say yeah. quite literally. Yeah. I don't think he's a buy. Well, trap. I mean, he, oh, he's not a trap because, he, you know, if he... Oh. Well, I mean, well, Karaz did get a 145 in there, but it was a 51 in the first game, you know. Um, All base. Yeah, but, you know, Wade Egan was, I mean, look, you look at um, people who, we, we said Cheese was a good buy. If someone had started with Wade Egan, it would have been a better move. This week, people have Cheese who's about to lose a stack of money and they can do it for no cost and they're going to Wade Egan. So, uh, look, I agree with you. You're not thinking that Wade Egan's going to be your second um, hooker for the rest of the year. Because he, he, if you look at his stats, he has relied on these attacking stats and tries. And if you look at someone I prefer, um, they haven't got all of those stuff to rely on. Um, you know, he played 58 minutes last week, Wade Egan. So he's not going to be an 80-minute hooker at all, not even close. And as soon as a game happens where he doesn't score a try, it's going to be ugly, uglier. Yeah. Like, last year, his base and power was... 38.5. Now, I've been taken into injury-affected games for the sake of time, so let's call it 40. Um, yeah, okay. Admittedly, this year it is at around 50, so it's gone up a little bit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, it's not the worst, yeah, Why? Not the worst. Not the worst. Not the worst. I mean, if you had Boyd, if you had Boyd and you were going to Wade Egan, who's about to go up to 550, it's a good move. And if you were getting rid of a cheese who's up against a 90, it's probably going to be just a good financial move. I just think people need yeah. to realise you can't hold Wade Egan um, all year because there's going to be as soon as a game happens and it could be this week against the North Queensland Cowboys where there's no try and he'll mm. score he'll score forty five fifty yeah and it, if he was playing 75, 70 to seventy five minutes at hooker I'd be a little bit more convinced yeah but he has needed attacking stats galore just to get to what I would call a good score yeah. you know yeah because well, sometimes people are going to break down how a person has scored their points and. 
you know, I, I'm not going to be making the trade in Hookham. Probably not. Um, but if I was going one, I would go someone else. Um, and we'll cover that person because they're on the list. Number two on the list is Hammer. He's done well, 13.2. He's somebody that relies on tries. I'm iffy on him too. It is two seventies in a row, much like Wade Egan. But as soon as a game happens where he doesn't get a try, um, the money's going to dry up. Um, but what I will it say is. about the Hammer is he has looked exceptional. He's runs, his base is up. Um, and the Dolphins look like they yep. use him. Um, he's, he's, he's roaming. Yeah. And look, in comparison, you know, Wade Egan is a hooker. You know, he's in the forwards. Hammer's not doing his job if he's not getting attacking stats, you know. Like, if we look at he's, he's got, what has he got? Uh, three tries and an assist, as well as oh, just the one line break and the one line break assist. So if they were conventional tries and conventional try assists, it could have been so much more. So I'm I'm going to say that, you know, Hammer is the goods because he's a short-term play in the centre wing. Because of the volatility in the position yep. and the base that he's been putting out being at around 30 to 35, Yep, it, it's not too bad. Yep. All right. Well, that's fine. Moving on, Jacob Caraz, he was a top scorer of last week, 8.9% bringing him in. He's predicted to go up 100,000. Um He's got a minus 36 break-even. It's a pretty nice matchup as well. Is there anything here that you could say is not a good reason to bring him in? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, in the in the first two games, he's had base and power of 70. Yeah. 70, base and power. That's Brian Toto 2021 levels. Yeah, he's been good. Um, and even just, like, yeah. we talk about financial moves. All of these top three, it's a pretty decent financial move. Um, so is this guy here, um, who's got a break-even of zero. He has scored well in the first two games, and it hasn't uh, involved a whole bunch of tries. Reed Marnie, um, he's played 80 minutes. He looks like he's going to be mm. an 80-minute hooker. He's one of their captains, uh, I know, on the on-field captains. Yeah. Uh, 8.9% of people bringing him in. I prefer this to Egan, personally, just because he's had a bit of peg- pedigree in the past. Um, yep. of, of scoring well. And I, I just like to go with the minutes because I just think there's more minutes to do the work. You'll score 50 in tackles, you know? Yeah. And we, we flagged this in the off-season that sometimes these crafty hookers, they go to clubs that don't quite have halfbacks and they are the halfback and the hooker. Well, that's what Reed Marnie is, isn't it? Isn't mm. it? Like, he's a playmaker. He's one of their main playmakers. And he's also a tackle bot, which has been one of the trademarks of Reed Marnie. Yep. And we, what we've always said was that he's always had a halfback who was capable and that's why his upside has been limited. Now he doesn't. And so now he's playing two positions and he's scoring for it. Yeah, look, I think we can say Supercoach Guns and Adriatosaurus think Reed Marnie's the better buy than Wade Egan. Um, yeah. Reese Walsh, after one game, 9.5% of us, because Ado's doing it, um, bringing him in. <laughs> um, 554, look, i tell you what, uh, you, you, you did only see him in one game, but he looked um, terrific in the mm. trial as well. So we've seen a couple of games of it. They've both looked as good as each other. Um, Reese has the St. George Dragons this week, and then he moves off into some pretty soft games as well. Um, is it worth a punt? You, you just, you're thinking of it as owning Teddy. I mean, if you had a drink water, that'd be, it'd be a no brainer, would it? Yeah. It would be a no brainer if you own drink water, but if you're selling Tedesco, I feel like there's not enough good options to warrant sell. Um, I'm just hesitant, you know, because I, I get we're probably due for another gun fullback to emerge from somewhere. We haven't had one properly emerge for a while. Like, 
you could say that Drinkwater was one. He's already fallen back to where he was beforehand. Yeah. Uh, Walsh has shown flashes. Caelan Pong has been and gone. And we've still only got Teddy, Latrell, and Turbo. And then when he plays, Ryan Pappenhausen. We're due for a fifth. We've always had five, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I mean, look, I just and reckon um, if if Teddy didn't have a bye and if Reese Walsh had a hard run of games, it'd be stupid. Reese Walsh has a soft run of games, and you take away the buy that Teddy's got in there. Reese Walsh is going to score more points. I'm going to have two people in fullback when you don't in next round. Um, Jacob Preston, he's starting, um, which we, th- you know, we'd heard whispers that he um, was. He 5.6% of people. He scored a try last week. He's got a break even minus 51. He's a bottom price cheapy, 200,000. Mm. It's good business, isn't it? Well, yeah. Tell me where the trap is. There is none. Nah. He's the almost. He should be the number one trend in person, with the greatest respect, because he's basement price. He's starting edge forward, and he's got good base. Yep. Ezra Man, yeah. um, people are obviously doing something in 5.8. I probably would prefer Schuster, I reckon, because you save a whole swag of cash. Mm. But he's been good um, yeah. this year. He's been very good. His base has gone up by 10 points. Uh, he looks an improved footballer, and he was good last year. Yeah. He looks really good this year. And I've got half a mind to take Cleary to Ezra Man, just as a bit of a ballsy move. Mm. But unfortunately... I think common sense will prevail and I won't do it. But Yeah, look, I just think, um, you know, Schuster's 240 um, and yeah. I reckon he'll probably score around the same as Mam. But Mam, I don't, it's not one of those, it's, I, I, I like it. It's a pod move. Yeah. He's been going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Hopgood, the people are still just slowly yeah. but surely getting him in. <laughs> He's at yeah. 72% now owned. 4.6% bringing him in. He's got a minus 139. He looks like he could be the all-time biggest price rise in, in uh, mm. first price rise. I had a look at it today, bro. If if Jermaine Hopgood needs to go up by around 170000 to be the highest price riser of all time, yeah. you know, and that's including a bit of – because if you look at Taylor, Taylor May went up, broke the record last year, mm. you know, and if you multiply it, because they have different prices, which means, you know, you're up and down. Actually, no, it doesn't actually affect it. Never mind. No, it's just BE. Hopgood just needs a – yeah, it's just BE. So, well, he's going to yeah. go He's going to go up on absolute mozza. Um, well done if, if you had him to start. And, and look, it's not – he's probably a downgrade on one of the other silly ones that you got in if, you, if you're bringing him in <laughs> this week. It's, there's a no-brainer. Um, Braden Trindle, I don't know about this one because Hines is pegged mm. to come back for next week. He's owned by 9.5%. He's actually been very good, and he's got a minus 54 yeah. break even. Um, would oh, you, it's, would a, you... it's a real shame that he's not an, at another club because he, will be, he would be, I think, a very popular super coach pick because he's got he's a goal-kicking halfback, and he's actually he's, a, he's more than just a backup halfback. He probably should be starting somewhere in the NRL. Yeah, well, I mean, but would you... You can't bring him in now if you know Hines. No. You get one price rise out of him, and then he's back at probably on the bench. He's probably in a, yeah, he's probably in a nightmare. Yep. Um, unless we hear... But we've heard that Nico says, says he's coming back this week, and he would have liked to have come back this week. Yeah. I don't think he can. Yeah. I don't think you can, you can go Braden Trindle at all. No, you can't. Um, number 10 on the list is Daily Cherry Evans. He, he, he um, looked terrific in the first game, obviously tunned up. Um, he's not going to go up in price, though, or down in price because it's his second game. Um, yeah. He's 693000 So if you're selling Cleary and you go into DCE, 
You're not really banking heaps of cash, are you? Oh, you bank a little you bit. Bank one fifty, don't you? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, if you if you're that desperate for a piece of manly, I think you just go get Garrick. But oh, I, I sort of see the merit. I see the merit. Um, mm. He's got a good set of games coming up. Parramatta, I haven't or aren't the greatest. South Sydney can concede points. Newcastle's Newcastle. You know, they're going to be great to play against. Penrith and Melbourne, they're going to be tougher matchups. But then you get into, like, you know, Tigers, Titans, and yeah. So there's an opportunity for him to reach some big heights. Radio, a um, couple of horrible mentions. Tommy Turbo, yes, I, I reckon that's fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Eli Katoa, he's been very good. I think he's yeah. um, looked really good. I reckon he's a good buy. And Tohu Harris. Um, with that 24 and his nice, consistent 70s, um, this is the week to get him, isn't it, if, you, if you're playing it on is. Tohu? It really is, yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's move on to the next bit. No. He's a must-have. For this week, this all-important price-changing um, week, who is your must-have? Your must-have. My must-have is Jacob Preston. Yep. Shock horror. You know, basement price, starting edge forward, really negative break even. This, of course, is the assumption that everyone who's playing, who's listening and playing has Jermaine Hopgood. So I'm going to say that it is Jacob Preston that is the must-have this week. Projected for a $73,700 price rise if he scores a measly 33 points. I reckon he's good for 60 to 65, so there's a 100K price rise right there. Yep. He's just, he, he banks your cash. He's got the plum roll. Um, look, for me, um, look, I think it's looking... I mean, must-have, I reckon, is is jumping on these guys if you had plans for them. And it's got to be Karaz. Um, it's got to be the Hammer. It's got to be um, your Tohu. I reckon these... You mu- it's a must-have move for you that if you had plans to have those guys in your team, you do it this week. Um, because if you... I mean, if, if Karaz goes up 100K after this week, people are going to have him... Uh, as a playable option, and he's too expensive for you, most likely. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, look, you don't need to get him. Um, you could go Hammer, and, and Hammer's on a minus 60 BE. Um, Karaz got a 51 in the first game. We, it's, it is, in a way, people we say are chasing the big score, but because of that big score, it is weak too. He's going to make money, so it's a good transaction. So I hope it's yeah. not like Hiku of last year, but he, I don't even think Hiku had um, a thing that was looking like this much money. Um, the same as if you mm. if you didn't own a Hopgood, you have to get him now. Um, he's going to start going up at a rate of knots in money. So I just reckon must-have is, is um, make your moves now, uh, or, you know, I want a Tohu this week, so it meant I'm going to sell Teddy a week earlier because I want to sell him for his buy. But I'm just going to go a week earlier and death ride. I'm going to be scared this week. But in a grudge match against the um, South, I'm going to tr- kind of roll the dice um, because it gets me yeah. the money to get um, Egan Butcher up to Tohu, and I like that, that move. I want to get Tohu this week. Um, so, yeah, look, um, that's the must-have for me is just grabbing the ones now that you, you want. Antipod. Who are you going to antipod? Who am I going to antipod? Wade Egan, short answer. Yeah, well, that was Wade obvious. Egan, you reckon he's a? I, well, I mean, he's I, a trap. You, well, he's, he's a, a trap. trap. Well, you, you should have answered it on this one then. He's a myth. Oh, well, I'll answer it. I'll, I'll just rant. I'll copy and paste the same same rant there. Uh, <laughs> Wade Egan, he, I can't re- he, not, not can't recall. There is no. There has been no piece of evidence in the past that has said Wade Egan is going to be a good super coach player if X, Y, and Z occurs. You know, and X, I, I suppose you've got to consider everyone. I get that. 
Most traded in player this week. I just reckon yeah. you've got to dig to you've got to dig for the reasons why someone scores um, points. Look, my antipod's going to have to be Trindle because you um, he's he's nearly ten percent owned now, and the swing this week is um, you know four percent, and that's you know they, those people are going to have to reverse those moves. Get Schuster, or he Brindle Trindle's in the half, or we get get El, or Isaiah Catella or whatever. Do yeah. the moves that you've got to do. Because you shouldn't be getting Trindle. He has been outstanding, but it's such a short-lived thing. It's the same as looking at Wade Egan. On the surface, it looks like it's a great move. But you've got to look at reasons um, or, or future. The future when Wade Egan's not getting try assists and tries. Because he's not going to get him. It's just the law of law of physics. He's just not going to... Well, the law of match games. He's not going to get tries every game. If he does... No. You know, he'll be a, a try. He'll be a hooker that scored twenty seven in a year. That's what he's going to need. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to go out and score twenty, what is it? A try a game this year? Then oh, go for it. You know, <laughs> I will happily admit at the end of the season I was wrong about Wade Egan because it was so obvious. You know, there's no way he goes. He's going to keep this level of scoring up. He'll be back to forties in no time. People will be trading him out within the next month. <laughs> well, I mean, that's as antipod as it gets. He's a myth. I'll go first on this one. William <laughs> Kennedy. He's he's three points he's three point three percent owned. One point nine percent people bringing him in, and he's fullback only. I mean, holy moly! At five hundred forty five k, who else is your other fullback? You don't own Tommy Turbo. <laughs> Well, I could say the same thing about Reese Walsh, couldn't I? Well, you could, uh, you know, but at least, you know, uh, at least Reese Walsh has a ton in him. Well, actually, William Kennedy got a ton last week, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> They're the same commodity, I hate to I hate to admit. They're the same commodity. Both are as questionable super coach options as each other. So is Teddy this year. Two fifties, mateys, just... Oh, he looks slow and no one wants to pass to him. He's <laughs> what are you tipping Teddy to score this week? 80. Yeah. He's a gun. He's a gun player. He's against South Sydney. He will score 80 points this week. All it takes is two tries. And I'm sure he'll get them because they'll have to, because there will be times. This is going to be a high scoring match. Neither team can defend. But I think South have a better attack and that's why they'll win. Look, I, then good. I, I should say that, um, you know, Walsh and Kennedy are both in there as a myth. What, what I will, and I will say that about Reese Walsh as well. These guys, they have a ceiling on them. But what we love is these fullbacks. Where I mean, Teddy can have an absolute rubbish game where nothing goes his way and he scores fifty. These guys can score fifteen, twenty. You know, I think both. Reese Walsh had two in eighty minutes last year, and William Kennedy had minus two in eighty <laughs> minutes last year. Yeah. So the floor is low. Yeah, the floor is very low. So, I mean, for me, it's not usually my cup of tea um, in the fullback. Um, Look, I think that this year the buys and having these 800, 900,000 or whatever players um, on a buy, it's kind of made the game a little bit more tricky to navigate because you can be hurt sitting one of those guys when someone goes a good option, you know, a good option Mm. uh, instead of. So... Um, look, I'm going to say he's a myth. What about you? Anyone who's a myth? I mean, obviously, you, we, I'll, we've I'll already heard you. I'll Egan in this one. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll sort by ownership first. We'll, we'll find one on the spot. I'm sure I'm, I like to think I'm opinionated, so I'm sure we'll find one. Um, yeah, uh, Jermaine Azarko. 
Well, I, I mean, mean, a lot of people brought him in. Yeah, people still bring him in. Yeah, they are. Um, uh, he does. He did have decent-ish base, particularly with the goal kicking. Mm. But he just feels like a wish version of Ruben Garrick, doesn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's got a lot of low ones in him in a row, and that's that's the thing about mm. him. Um, I mean, last week I think it was lucky that he updated to forty. You know, because he looked shit out there. There, there was nothing that went his way. He didn't, he didn't score a try, yeah. obviously, last week. Um, for Osako to be someone that you don't want to pull your hair out with, he's got to be scoring tries. Yeah. I mean, he did have, uh, what was it? Sorry, he did have around 38 points in base and power in the last two games. So, yeah, they started enthusiastically. Bad, let's see if, it, if they keep it up, you know? Yeah. And let's see if they can keep it going for plus 10 rounds. It's hard to keep up like that for that long. And, I just reckon someone like him will just slip back into... Why do you think he's been dropped so many times in teams he's been in? That's why well, he's a myth. I, I'll put the argument, and I know that I've just called him a myth, but I, I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate. They've He did play in wet conditions for 48 points, one. And, and two, Brisbane, he was there when Brisbane went through the rough patch. They were trying to find a fullback to replace Darius Boyd. Their outside backs weren't fully developed yet, including himself. And so and so they did think that Jermaine Ozarko was going to be their future fullback. And he was, well, he's not a fullback. I think that was clear. Um, and he struggled and he got dropped countless numbers of times. They kept trying him. He kept failing. And Tessie New kept failing. And it's no coincidence that they both end up, ended up at the book at the uh, uh, Dolphins. Righto. Well, uh, let's move it on to your VCs and uh, it's on to your trades for the week. Trades for the week. All righty. Well, <clears throat> Brandon Smith is no longer in my team. Yep. Much to the heartbreak of the CEO and the board. Um, he's no longer in the team, but are you for they are real? They are willing to bring him back at some point. All right. I, I mean, of all the people, I can't believe I'm holding Brandon Smith and you're selling him. Ah, uh, super coach is a funny game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I will still be cheering him on. Yep. I will never. I, I will always regret selling him, no matter how bad he goes. Yep. So Brandon, I just had to think with the head, not the heart. Brandon Smith's um, out. Who's coming in? Uh, Reed Marnie, pretty yep. simple. I've spoken highly of him. I reckon the fact that he's playing halfback and hooker pretty much for the Bulldogs means that, well, he's attacking. He's he's going to get attacking stats in, in every game, whether it be just line break assists, you know, something as simple as that. He will find a way because the Bulldogs forward pack, even though it's got a few people out, it still looks pretty good. Yeah, I think he's a much better buy than Wayne Egan personally, and I think that that's a good yep. move. Yeah. Um, I've then taken out Egan Butcher. Mm. I was. It's a bit of a Roosters, um, you know, disdain for Egan Butcher because he has not been good defensively for us. Um, but also, I want to join the Bulldogs Twitter fans on Preston Mania. He just <laughs> seems like fun. I'm a big fan of getting on these bandwagons. I, I like to think I started the Ezra Man bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I certainly hopped on the Cardi party, and I reckon I'm going to get on Preston Mania here. Yeah, I reckon he's a smart boy. I started with him. <laughs> yeah, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I started smart. with him. I was like... Just on I what I'd heard in, in Bulldogs Mania, right? they were saying yeah. good things about him. And they were saying, look, um, you expect that he's going to start and that RF, RFM's going to go to lock. I think a few injuries have probably got him there, but... Don't look at gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, don't look at gift horse in the mouth. They all think everyone said that he's a Josh Jackson clone, and you know he Josh Jackson was a notorious worker, and Mm. so 
It looks I reckon like a good Jake, move. Jacob Preston feels like a smart move. You get to save uh, yourself some cash there too. Yes, and I have trade boosted yeah. to spend that cash. Yep. Isaac Thompson is out of here. Unfortunately, yep. the base has is lower than what it was last year. His error rate is up quite significantly, and I'm I worry that he will eventually will be considered of the same quality as Tane Mill. I fear for that because he's not quick. What he has in him is finishing ability. And what I thought he had also was not very error-prone. Mm. Um, he's shown neither of those in the first two games, so I've had to move him on, particularly at the price. There's a lot of options there or thereabouts. But instead, with the extra cash, I've gone to Jacob Carraz. Yeah, well, it looks like good business going over to Carraz. Um, my question to you is how much have you got left in the kitty to get you a Heinz next next week? Or, or... Well, I don't have enough. I have $40,800. But I am acutely aware that I will probably be doing two trades next week. And in all likelihood, it's probably going to be maybe a Brian Toto out. Maybe not. I don't know yet. Um, it could be a Garner. It could be – I could go a few ways here. But I know I'll be doing another trade. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm holding the cheese. Because if I go – I could go him to Sonny Luke next week. I need him probably as a play this week for – 40 hopefully 40 50 points but um i just if i go down there i I bank money i don't even know if i need to do it necessarily i've got other ones that i can downgrade because i've i'm doing things that are going to pot me some money to be able to even do it in one trade Mm -hmm. next week um like let's play a bit of devil's advocate here um what if he doesn't play next week you know because he does have st george and he plays late so if he's late out or you're banking on him being pulled in late you're playing with fire really he, they play late round four round five and round six they don't play at all so i you could a lot I of people, wonder a lot of people are saying well i'll get him after the bye but those if he plays in the round four and round five you know those yeah, are very good matchups good matchups yep. they're good matchups uh, it's look, the dragons and the all the warriors yeah oh and it's not even at the yeah. warriors look oh, i mean i just i reckon if, if you hear whispers or that it's no i mean we hear a lot of whispers about hides Look, the, the mail is that he could have nearly got for this week, so I think he's going to go yeah. next week. Um, look, I've, I'm making plans. I'm, all of my moves now this week are in plans in one trade to be able to get um, Sam Walker to Heinz if I want to do it. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's have a look at my trades. It's going to be Egan Butcher out. Um, Uitikamano is my front row too, and I don't like it. I know it was okay last week. Um, because of the try, and, and, he, and he updated nicely. It wasn't great in, in, in week one. Um, mm. And unless, I mean, that try was a double movement, in my opinion, and it would have been yeah. okay still, <laughs> but not great. I think he still scores 59. Yeah, but what, and what did he score the it's week the, before? Uh, 38. Now, yeah. admittedly, yeah, that's probably not acceptable, but he did improve on the PPM. He went from a 0.8 to a 1 PPM. I, I'm willing to stick with him as my FRF2 for now because of that improvement he showed last week. But I do understand why you want to secure the front row. Yep, I do. I like having him as a front row 3. It gives me a bit of movability around there. And the guy that come in is Tohu Harris. For me, oh, um, yeah. I'm using a duel and getting rid of um, Butcher and going Tohu. I reckon it's going to be 70s every game, so I like it. Um, number two is I've gone, I've, I've got rid of Brian. I, I want someone I can play this week because I've got a pretty, I'm relying on some weak guys. If I if I sit Brian, I'm going to be playing um, Braden Willie Army 
Alamotti Ooh. and Warbrick. So, oh, shoot. Yeah, because so, you know, I've got Val Holmes and Toto were my two good ones. Um, so, look, just getting oh, yeah, getting rid of Toto, who's a sit for this week, um, getting a Karaz in. Karaz, you know, he could make money at a rate of knots and get, get to Garrick so quickly if, if that's where I'm persuaded. And he could be a keeper with that base as well. Yeah, he could be a keeper. So, um, look, this week I can at least have a decent enough play down there in the centre wing. And Karaz looks like good finances. Brian, last week with a try. If we took that try out, it was still 40s. And that's what he got in the week one when he didn't get the try. So there are things to worry about with Brian. Um I would have probably liked to hold and have three, you know, pretty good um, center wingers, but I just I'm playing the buys. Um, I'm going to hold Cleary personally. I'm obviously going to hold Taruva, and there's a possibility next week for a downgrade. I could go Sunny Luke if if the cheese annoys me enough. You know, I've got options in there, but um, I'm going to flick Brian for now and go with Karaz because you know Brian he looks like he might drop down under that 500, and Karaz looks like he's going to go up over that 650 sort of mark. So it's good business, and I get a play for this week. I have bumped Teddy a week early. I was going to get rid of him next week um, when they went into the bye. Teddy is out of my team, and I've gone to Reese Walsh. 105 last week for Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh, he's played in that um, Warriors team, and he was patchy. Um, let's, let's say that. The Broncos, I reckon, are a vast improvement uh, of a team. You've got Carrigan and Haas go forward. Um, I think that, you know, you've got an experienced half in um, Reynolds. I think they use Reese Walsh well. And I reckon he's going to be a good fullback this year. I reckon he's going to average better than he did at the Warriors. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 obviously, I don't agree, right? Yeah. But I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. It is. Um, I mean, look, I'm comp, I'm copping shade. Yeah. Off, I'm copping shade off people going, don't ever sell a gun. Look, Teddy's got two fifties. He's got a hard matchup and then a buy. That's how I'm seeing it. A hard matchup and yeah. a buy. Um, it's like, at best, it's three quarters of a gun score, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just quickly before we move on, <clears throat> would you rather have Reed Marnie and Brian Toto or Brendan Smith and Ruben Garrick? Well, I mean, Reed Marnie and Brian. Brian Toto, you could do that. I, I can have Jacob Carraz, Valentine Holmes, and Ruben Garrick all playing this week. Oh, that's not too bad. And still have Brandon Smith ready to play, who I, who you know I love. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> what would you do? What would you do? Well, I'm selling Teddy for Walsh. I'm, I'm getting loose, mate. I'm, I'm in 9,000th. Okay. One, you probably don't have to get loose quite yet. No, I know. don't. I don't. Look, I'm, but, play, I'm playing my little educated guess. Yeah, yeah, and fair play to you. But what, what would you do? Uh, you know, I reckon I'd do what it. What option are you taking on, Pat? Yeah, Garrick? I'd, I'd take the Garrick. Just, See, because someone yeah. said to me if I didn't want to go um, uh, Walsh, I could go Garrick because I can afford Garrick and I could put, yeah. put him in fullback. Um, but and, why don't you go Garrick? Well, I could. Why wouldn't I? I love I Garrick. I would. I would. Yeah, Garrick's the answer. So you reckon I'd go Garrick instead of Walsh? Would you? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I, might, I reckon. I might do it. Because it's manly at Four Pines Park with... Turbo and DCE and Josh Russell's back. And when the time is right, if I've, like, banked enough money, uh, I can pump it into another player. You know, I, I could cull another player, move Garrick back up to the centres and then get in, you know, a fullback of, of my choice. Yeah, and you could buy low on Tedesco in a month's time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, all right. Have we just... We is just, Garrick the answer? Garrick's my answer. I'm going to go Garrick. I is mean, I wanted, him, I wanted him in for so long. Well, um, I get to keep cheese, and you get to not, I, not sell, no, not not do a wash. All right. Oh, well, there you go. Well, we'll see how we both. I mean, 
Hopefully, Garrick. I mean, Garrick is such a weapon. He's he is. He's such a weapon. And plus, I mean, he's got to be of 33 as well, which is oh, he's and a even good if chance. he doesn't score, he can score 80s and 90s. He doesn't have to score a try. So he's not getting he's any che- not getting cheaper anytime soon either, is he? So No. Um, no. Yeah, well, anyway, I'll have a think about oh. it because, you know, I got so, so I got so like deeply into um, – and also I want to keep money there to be able to do the Heinz. And Garrick is a couple of hundred thousand more than um, Walsh. So we'll see how we go. But it is a thought in my head because you know I love a bit of Garrick as well. Um, yeah. All right, uh, let's go with our VCs and Cs. This has gone on for a while, this potty. Um, what do you what do you got a v- VC on this week? I've got a VC on Tommy Turbo. Same. Uh, I'm not really think I'm going to use it unless it's a monster score because we got these Khan Pereiras and people have got Pele's and um, yeah. I got Moali. There's there's oh, some yeah. real AE nightmare type stuff on the yeah. bench. Yeah, I mean it's going to take an all timer. You know, one of those Turbo 2021 scores for me to loot, but just in case. And your captain, uh, Harry Grant. Yeah, well, we've got the su- same. I, I contemplated. Um, Hop goat, but Harry Grant. I th- you, you, in the ten seconds that you talked about why you captaining him, I was like, yeah, fair. Yeah, I reckon. I mean, he scored seventy five last week, and he looked pretty average. Harry, yeah. that's just. I mean, yeah. I can't believe how well he scores. Whereas I think he's going to be the leader they need this week, and I reckon they're going to put a score on because they were really disappointing last week. So, um, mm. our bowl calls for the upcoming round. I'll go first. Reese Walsh will score. At least 30 points more than Teddy. He's got St. George at home at Suncorp. Ooh, okay. and, and Teddy's got the uh, got the bunnies in a grudge match. So I want to say he, he gets 30 <laughs> points more than him. Um, I want to say uh, that Tohu scores a try and goes 100 plus. But he would if he scored. Yeah. Wouldn't he? Well, I need a score off him. I'm going to say Tohu scores and scores 100. Just These are all about my trades, aren't I? I'm so selfish. Yeah. All right, let me go another one. Um, I'm going to say um, Isaiah Katoa against the Newcastle Knights is a play, and I reckon he's going to go 80-plus. I think he's getting better every week. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'll give you mine. First week playing the Cardi Party, 85-plus. Cardi He hasn't had an attacking set. He hasn't had an attacking stat yet. He's been averaging 58 and a half. He gets a try assist, which he's, he can definitely do, or a try. He's going to break the 85-point barrier. Uh, second bold call is that, um, and, and I own this player, so I'm not necessarily wanting it to happen, but I'm going to say that Carl Pereira puts up his second single-digit score <laughs> of the season. Ah, oh, I mean, I mean it, it's... And I reckon it will be, it will be lower than round one. He he's got to be a chance of getting dropped if, if he keeps. To, he's doing nothing, uh, nothing. Yeah, it, and I think part of me thinks that he's going to be one that have has all this potential as a try scoring weapon, but it might have been a year too early for him. Oh, maybe. What's your third? Uh, my third. I'll keep it simple. Um, Harry Grant, one thirty plus. Ooh, I'd love it. That, that's real top top tier. What Harry scores. I want to just ask you quietly, do you reckon that Hopgood's going to go back to back to back, Hungies? I, I think Supercoach might go into meltdown <laughs> if he does. Has anyone ever done it before? Surely Turbo did it. I don't know, but I mean, this bloke <laughs> at 280k, a forward, you know, it's just amazing. Totally amazing. Oh my gosh, Turbo didn't do it. Oh, well, in, in back-to-back-to-back rounds. Oh, no, he did do it. He did do it. Um, 191, 119, and 159, yeah. 9, 10, 11, <laughs> round yeah. 2021. Oh, goodness me. Um, well, I mean, it's still yeah. in the – he's in the same bloody conversation if he does it, definitely. 
All right. How about sorry, just reflecting. <laughs> how about this for a finish to a season? A one seventy nine, one seventy, and two two nine. Yeah. Oh man. What a season. Yeah. What, what a season. Alive. What a season. Um. That's the round three. It went for a little bit yeah. longer, but there's a lot of things to sort of talk about, a lot of different mm. strategies to go about it. It's an important round because we do have price changes coming in. Um, Nathan, thanks for getting back in time for us to record. It's been a privilege as always chatting. Oh, no worries. Uh, I've, I've, I've been looking forward to a yarn with you, Anna. <laughs> well, good, good luck this week, eh? Yeah, you too. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh!